0: On 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani coming to you live from the city of New York on 77 WABC. And all of you I know are on the uh, 77 WABC app because I told you to go on the WABC app. And I know all of you have made your $11 a month contribution to the Tunnels of to Towers Fund because I asked you to do that. And if you didn't, do both now, okay? You can miss my next two minutes of words if you want to go ahead and do that. Just tape them. Because um, I don't know. It's getting off. I believe, uh, you know, it, it all starts on day one. And I noticed uh, from the day one I was mayor I could feel it. People weren't screwing around as much. <laughs> they were scared, which is why I said uh, I had it. Gave a talk and I said there'll be no uh, riots while I'm mayor. Just get it straight now. You can protest. You can do what you want. But a bit of anything you want. Throw. Minute you throw something, I arrest you. Minute you spit at somebody, I arrest you. And I'm gonna do everything I can to keep you in jail at night even if I have to uh, go after every liberal judge in the city. So test me. You want to have a riot? I got 34,000 police. I'm going to 41,000. I'll put my 41,000 cops against you anytime. And it's just don't test me. I don't want to hurt any. I don't want to see anybody hurt. I just don't want to see anything thrown at anybody or whatever. So here's what I'm pointing out. Adams said a lot of good things. And I commend him for it. But then he let this DA take over the headlines. And the headlines in America are that America's gone, that New York's gone batty. I mean, even Democrats think we're nuts. Eric, this guy is crazy. He's, I don't know what the Italian word for it is, and for fear that I'll use a much worse word, I won't use it. I'll have to ask Curtis. But he's, uh, I know the Jewish word, mishugana. He's Meshuggah. You're going to reduce crime by letting criminals out on the street. Yeah, more than de Blasio did and more than Cuomo did. And Everybody in the country blames our crime wave on de Blasio and Cuomo and all the criminals they let go free. And the way in which they demoralized our police department by defunding it. So, so far, except for your talking, Eric, you haven't done shit. I haven't done anything. (laughs) Where's the billion dollars back in the PD? Uh, yesterday uh, and today, we had New York City uh, drivers carjacked in broad daylight in midtown Manhattan. R- right away, uh, carjacking's up 72%. I remember when we had this in the city. I, 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 uh, I <laughs> We put out decoy cops right away within a day, within a day. A day, a day. You don't wait. You don't think. Act. Two drivers carjacked in Manhattan less than an hour apart. That's part of the 72% increase. Homeless man mugs good Samaritan who gave him a coat on New York City. Okay. Gunman fires round on MTA bus. Scuffle passengers, cops. And now uh, the guy who caused all this, who you seem to be afraid of. I'm sorry, Eric. You seem to be afraid of him. This guy wouldn't go one hour having said this in my New York, because uh, my New York is, is the world. People read this and they hear what Bragg is saying about uh, stick-up men are going to go free. Uh, we're going to err on the side of letting criminals out of uh, out of out of uh, uh, jail. We're not going to keep them, even more than the city they're already afraid of. Don't you get it? People, listen. We just went to an extra level of people not wanting to come to New York. So g- grow a pair of and put the guy down. Go to Hokel and say to Hokel, fire him. Alvin Bragg first puts out this incredible memo, basically gutting law enforcement, kicking the cops in the you-know-what, kicking the city in the you-know-what. And listen to this cut one from... Tough Alvin Bragg. There was a gentleman who was arrested for robbing a CVS with a knife, and he was downgraded to a misdemeanor. I'm not going to discuss an open matter. Thank you. Uh, He he blew that when he put out his memo. Hey, bull artist, you blew that when you put out your memo, you bum. What do you mean? He had a a knife and he goes down to a misdemeanor? We got guys running around with knives and they're going to have misdemeanors? We set a record for the most increases in homicide two years ago. We exceeded the record this year. What do you want to do, beat that record? You want to be like Krasner? You only got a million from uh, Soros. Krasner got three. Philadelphia is in chaos. Philadelphia had more murders than New York or or Los Angeles, and it's one-third of the population. You're going there, babes. You're going there. You're back to... You're back to where it was five years ago. Now my reduction is only 1,500 lives that I saved per year. Let's see if you can save any lives, huh? What the hell do we elect you for? I'm sorry I'm jumping on you so fast. But the people who died so far, they don't come back because you're sitting on your backside. If you don't have the guts to speak up against this guy and you've got to hide behind your new rather inexperienced police commissioner, then maybe, maybe, well, we'll see. You got a couple more days, pal. Hmm? mm mm-hmm. And also, I want to have, I have a final thoughts, and I got a real surprise for you guys on my final thoughts. It's going to be completely, completely unexpected from me, largely because I value fair treatment over everything else. Supreme Court? Block the mandate for large employers. Thank you. They should have blocked the other one. But the other one, I always told you, I thought they would compromise. I don't think they should. I would not have because I think both are uh, go well beyond the authority of a president or, or president's agency to do it. But the first one is completely without justification. The second one is justified because it's within the guidelines of the federal government went way beyond the legislation, probably is arbitrary and therefore unconstitutional. But, you know, our Supreme Court has become some of them annoyingly or disappointingly or cowardly political. But at least we got the big one blocked and maybe a shot at Biden for being a fascist because that was an act of a fascist. Uh, Let me say it to you one more time. Presidents who dictate are dictators. Hmm? That was dictated. Prince Andrew has been stripped of his military titles. Has he been stripped of the title of prince too? See, I'm, I got a plan. But I have to get an exemption. I'll never get it from Biden. No, oh, he'd love this, wouldn't he? Man, my plan is going to be screwed. I figured if Prince Andrew loses the, t- I'm a sir. Maybe they could use like an out-of-country prince. You know, but I think you have to give up your American citizenship. And there's no way I'm doing that. I wouldn't even give it up to be king. You know that? I'm against kings, actually. And queens. And princes. And Biden. And Murphy. (laughs) Murphy. Worst governor in America. Yep. Worst record, I remember, from last year. More people killed under Murphy. What? Imagine, you know, when I retired and I look back and I, I say, God, I saved more lives than any mayor who was ever mayor by thousands. Hmm. I got uh, unemployment cut in half. I got 600,000 people off welfare working, 500,000 working, 600,000 off. We don't know what happened to the other 100,000. They could be in New Jersey. You got to go look for them. No, I think they came back when de Blasio came back. Uh, now we don't ask people on welfare to work. In fact, we give them more money to be on welfare to, than to work. But that's because we have communists running our government. We do. I'm not. I'm not kidding around. We have got communists running our government. We're on. Where we are now at a level of dependency that would um, exceed and at least match most of the socialist European governments. And if he ever gets this ridiculously insane. Marxist make America dependent bill through with no uh, – uh, even the original uh, uh, two that he passed have no opportunity for auditing. That's just like, you know, de was able to slip all that money to his wife, and the answer is there's no way to audit it. I, I, you should go to jail if you, if, you, if you give out money that can't be audited. Boy, do we need to straighten this out in 2022. And now uh, Joe jo- jo- jo says that if um, if you don't support the uh, the uh, let America cheat on election laws, uh, you are a racist, you're a Jim Crow, you're a Ku Klux Klan member. Well, he should know. He was friendly with all of them. Remember, he spoke at the funeral of the head of the Ku Klux Klan and he palled around with them. He said what great guys they were. And he said he never wanted his children to go to the jungle into the jungle. That means where the black people are. Uh, And he said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. And what are the racist things did our demented president say before he was demented? I mean, how does this guy get away with what he gets away with? Because we have a crooked establishment. That's why. We got a crooked establishment. They just lie and lie and lie and lie and lie. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to Hunter Biden's ex-wife's memoir, and I'm not going to read it because I don't think we need what the ex-wife has to say. I, I may very well feel very sorry for her. I'm not sure. I, I, you're going to find this extremely uh, strange. I feel very sorry for Hunter Biden. I do, I do not consider Hunter Biden completely the architect of his own uh, demons. I know who is. I just look at it this way. Uh, a lot of you are parents, right? So long around 16, 17, 18, 19, you found out your kid has a problem with uh, addiction. You you put that kid in 30 to 40 years of that kind of work where he's with the most dangerous people in the world. You know, several of the people he he was working with his partners are dead. One of them is, you know, right below the Yangtze River. He also was a partner with Whitey Bulger's nephew. He was a partner with the most crooked man in uh, in Ukraine. Crooked people in Ukraine are members of organized crime, like they kill people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, this is why I was so outraged when I found out about Biden. I, I couldn't believe the cover-up that happened. and This was two and a half years before the election. People like to say I did it to not get him elected. I did it because I, I I wanted to clear my client they were- char- they were accusing my client of what they did, and Hillary was paying for it, and I had all the evidence, and they were covering it up. even Republicans wouldn't help me i don 't know what 's going on there, but it 's got to be cleaned up, and I think Trump you know stepped on the mine, and they did everything they could to get rid of him. Okay, we got a lot to talk about. we got a f- final thoughts. Tunnel of the Tower's final thoughts is going to, if it doesn't surprise you, I'd be shocked. The financial fallout from COVID-19 is about to hit home. To pay for mountains and federal aid, the government has printed massive amounts of money, dramatically weakening the United States dollar. According to some of the brightest minds on Wall Street, your money is about to hit a wall. That means inflation, reduced purchasing power, and a shrinking portfolio. Mass money printing is a currency killer. And China could not be happier with the guy they bought. Call now for a free copy, The Dollar's Last Stand. Learn about debt cycles, hyperinflation, and the dollar's expiration date. Yes, there is one. Most importantly, see if you qualify to trade your dollars for gold with an instant five-grand gold credit. Call 1-888-204-2141. The Chinese virus has crushed the American dollar. Please don't let it crush you. The world's largest hedge fund says diversify now. Call 1-888-204-2141 for a free copy of The Dollar's Last Stand. And see if you qualify to trade your paper bucks for solid gold, with an instant five thousand dollar gold credit, do it now. Now on seventy seven WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on seventy seven WABC. You know, coming up at three fifty five today, I'm going to bring you my final thoughts. With uh, no, see if you're surprised about the position that I'm taking about this, because I think it's really important. I'm taking phone calls at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. And I'm Rudy Giuliani with Common Sense. will uncover the truth and get to a solution. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, the point that I was making about Adams is there's a new sheriff in town. We should start to feel that. That doesn't mean that crime's going to go poof all the way down. But we we should be stopping uh, this arrogant uh, kind of crime that was even different than in the eight, 70s, 80s and 90s. I think when I spoke to uh uh, uh Bernie Carrick and to Commissioner Kelly and I think I talked it over with Howard uh, the, yeah we had more crime then we did. I mean I, I had fifteen, I, I had 2000 murders a year that I inherited. That's a lot more than now. Got it down to 500. But I didn't I, – I, I, there was an arrogance developing under Dinkins. The day I came in, the arrogance was gone. The crimes continued. It took two years to get him down. And what I didn't like is what I saw the last couple of days. The homeless man, you know, the Samaritan, good Samaritan gives him a, 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 a coat and he beats the living daylights out of him. And these other carjackings going up, those are – these are – the crimes you, we should see an impact on right away are the most public of crimes. The ones that are hard, and I'll give them a lot of slack, are the are the domestic crimes. Those are hard because it's hard to get into somebody's home. But if the cops are motivated, if he's really gotten to them, this stuff stops. This is morale stuff. This is the cop going the extra mile. To give you a little example, you know, Uh, A few cops told me this, and I'm not going to tell you who they are. I can't even remember. But let's say you got Dinkins as the mayor, and you got a robbery in progress. You know, if you get in the middle of that robbery, something may happen. You shoot somebody, you shoot the wrong guy, and Dinkins got your badge. Dinkins got your pension. and, uh, And then Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and everybody else are yelling and screaming for you to go to jail. And all you did is... God forbid, shot the wrong guy because he came in in the middle of a robbery. Or you shot the guy and they pretend he's an altar boy for four days like they did with Kiko Garcia and we get a, a whole part of the city that burns down. So, I don't know, unless you're Mr. Hero, like Bernie Carrick, who was one of our most decorated police officers, or Bo Dietl, or one of those guys, you lay back. You take a little longer. You don't endanger people by rushing there. Uh-huh. now make Giuliani the mayor, immediately tells you, I got your back. They know that from my years in law enforcement. I'm not going to let pe- people push you around. You get the benefit of the doubt. You guys are the guys that are risking your lives going out on the street, not these bums. And I know they lie about you all the time. I know when they get arrested, the first thing they do is lie about you. That doesn't mean that every once in a while they aren't telling the truth. Most of the time they're lying, and I know that. You know that. Everybody else knows that except a racial arsonist. And Adams knows it. Cops got to feel that. They got to feel that no matter how many people demonstrate, no matter how much they torture you, you're not going to prejudge them like I didn't. And all these bums went to jail and the guys got acquitted after a year. Nobody wants to mention that. Jesse Jackson called up for an accommodation arrest, a phony. I know these people. Adams, you've got to get beyond that. You have got to get to the mind of your police officers, and they've got to go stop those homeless people who are beating the crap out of people. They can do it. This is not brain surgery. Uh, lowering the drug traffic may be brain surgery. Hmm. This isn't brain surgery. This is morale. They don't have it yet. You haven't gotten to them yet. I can tell you 72% increase in carjacking. Adams, you may be making an impression on the swells in the city. You ain't making an impression on the criminals in the city. You've got to be tougher. I'm sorry. None of this, I want to be fair to everybody. No, you're not going to be fair to everybody. You don't, you're, not, you're, not, you're not fair to criminals. You give them justice. But they don't get treated the same as innocent people. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. How about inflation? See the headline in the, in, the, in the post? Crushed! This was transitory. The moron that you put in the White House, New York. How much did you vote for Biden? Don't, aren't you embarrassed to say you come from New York? We're back to Carter time. And thank you, uh, Vice President Harris, for describing it as malaise. Thank you. Thank you for being uh, ignorant of history. Thank you for being about as stupid as your boss. Imagine, imagine, just from a political point of view, if I were a political manager, probably the most uh, uh, damaging phrase that emerges from the Carter administration that helped Ronald Reagan beat him in a landslide. Landslide, he beat him in a landslide. Was when he gave his Malay speech, saying, uh, "This is when we had the. This is, I mean, they use it on the monetary gold commercial. This is when we had the the hostages. You know, for all those year and a half, we had the. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. but we had the poor uh, soldiers where the helicopter went down in the desert when we were trying to rescue them. Uh, we we had infl. We had what we call double digit inflation. We're at seven percent now. We're back there." and head it up. But let's see if we go over 10%. And then we had something called stagflation, which I'm not sure I even understood. All it meant was people were lined up to get gas. People had no money. Everything was three times what it cost before. Nobody could afford a house. And, and then Carter gave a speech like you give, you know, not blaming himself for what happened. Like, he, in your case, you're even more to blame than Carter was. But, like, how about just cutting off uh, our our oil and gas independence, you ruined us. You ruined our economy. Just doing that, one thing alone. And then you did about five others. So then he gave a speech and he said, America has seen its best days. They're not going to be, we have to have lower expectations. And it's not really my fault. Things have just changed in the world. The world has changed and we have to get used to it. And they named it the Malay speech. And everybody thinks he used the word malaise during the speech. And Carter always has felt extremely put upon because he never used the word malaise. They just described it that way. And, of course, the Republicans in the primary process and then Reagan, who was probably the most brilliant politician in the last 75 years, drilled it home. So he gave the malaise speech, but he really didn't. Well, she really did. She told us we're going through malaise. The problem in America is us. It's us, it's you and me. We're the problem. Not not the president who hasn't done a thing right yet. I I challenge you to tell me what he did right. Oh, he got the uh, he got the infrastructure bill passed. Uh, 30% or less of the money is for infrastructure, and you know half of it's going to his crooks. The guy is crooked. How do you think he gives out money honestly? you think Democrats give out money? If Democrats gave out money honestly, there wouldn't be a poor person left in a black neighborhood in the the country. They've been paid to get out of poverty ten times over, except Charlie Rangel has the money, and David Dinkins took the money, and Cummings took the money, and Waters took the money, and Biden got his piece. My African-American citizens... What they have done to you, the way they've abused you 50 years in Chicago, and they're still killing people at record levels. 77 WABC listeners, go check out the new Rudy Giuliani merchandise at the 77 WABC store right now. Go to WABCRadioStore.com and find everything from Rudy Giuliani t-shirts to hats to jackets to bags and more. Luckily for 77 WABC listeners, there's a limited time discount. Enter the discount code RUDY15 at checkout for 15% off your purchase. That's discount code RUDY15 for 15% off your purchase. Go to WABCRadioStore.com and get. Yours now on 77 W.A.B.C. It's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on 77 W.A.B.C. Make sure you get on the 77 W.A.B.C. app so that we can continue to stay in touch with you all throughout. You know the owner of the station is John Castamatidis, and John is a great, great New Yorker. He was when I was mayor. He has been for many, many years, and he just loves this city. And uh, listen to what he's doing to try to help. I mean, he's always very, very positive uh, to get the Burger King shooter. Just listen to this.
1: I will offer a $10,000 reward for the capture and conviction of, of the, that low that, that low life that, that, that shot. <laughs> Thank out. you.
0: Thank you, Lydia. You got the right one there, babes. Low life. You got it. This is what has to happen. You know, this happened in New York in the late – and John, when he's on tonight, if you get to call him, ask him about this. This happened in New York City in the late 80s and 90s before I came into office. A lot of the businesses got fed up and they stepped up. And they started uh, getting their own private police. And this is sort of like uh, Curtis, too, you know, came came out of that situation when he protected Restaurant Row. But maybe this will embarrass Adams into getting tougher. I'm telling you from an expert, if they're doing the stuff they're doing in this first week, 72 percent increase in in carjackings, uh, bopping people around in public in broad daylight. They have no respect for him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know this sounds self-serving, but when I was mayor, they were afraid of me, and they had every right to be afraid of me. I put them in jail forever. Well, if I could get them right, I would put them in jail forever, and I had put a lot of people in jail forever by the time I got there. I called the mafia a <laughs> hundred years, and executed a couple of Nazis. I used to, I, I mean, I used to play off it and say, you know, don't test me. You want to test me? Go ahead, do it. You got to do that, Adams. To protect lives. It's not to be a tough guy. I don't want to be a tough guy. I don't like being a tough guy. But I, I'd i be a tough guy to save people's lives. Innocent people, decent people, wonderful people. 70, 70 to 75 to 80% black people. Lovely people. And now let's listen to one other thing from probably one of the biggest nitwits on on, on, on me, in media. I want you to listen to this nitwit. Uh, it's cut eight, and you tell me if you can recognize the voice of this nitwit. I have no idea how she didn't get her father's jeans.
1: I don't own any stocks, and I think that's the right thing to is do. No, no, there's number
0: six, guys. That's not uh, Schumer. Schumer. Schumer's not a nitwit. There's other things, but he's not a nitwit. Number six, Mika Brzezinski.
1: This isn't funny. I mean, this is sick. I don't think Dr. Fauci thought it was funny. I think what Rand Paul is doing is downright sick.
0: Well, they're all grifters. They're they're all grifters. They're they're sick. They're all grifters. And and Joe,
1: you know, it's hard not to get extremely upset to see this happening in a hearing at the Capitol where we are trying to run a country and keep people safe and have the best scientists uh, be given a platform to help Americans be safe. And this idiot is raising money off of defaming him.
0: How many times has the Democratic Party put out ads during the impeachment? I saw them all because I was representing the president trying to raise $1 off off, uh, Swalwell's lies. Or of shifty shifts, perjury, or things that turned out to be entirely untrue, and they never returned the money. How many times did they do that? And where was Halfwit on that? He's raising money because Fauci is a damn liar. How come she doesn't mention Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s best-selling book that basically lays out? How many people Fauci got killed? And the emails revealing that Fauci and Collins smeared legitimate scientists who didn't agree with them and stood in the way of the billions that pharma was going to make. And how do you defend, oh, masks don't work. Oh, masks do work. Oh, you really need three masks. And now it turns out that cloth masks maybe are more dangerous than they are helpful. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He's a pompous little jerk. He hasn't treated a patient in 2,000 years. And would you go to him for medical advice? Are you crazy? That insipid little politician, that weasel, you'd go to him? He can't say the same thing straight two days in a row. He didn't provide any therapeutics for the people who were dying because he wanted you to be on the vaccine and on remdesivir. Take a look at how much money his agency gets from the companies that make those and how little money they get from hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. None. Hydroxychloroquine that he praised five years ago. Please read Robert F. Kennedy's book and you are going to go nuts. We were had by this guy. Rand Paul should be raising money off him. Rand Paul's almost been killed. And this little weasel is complaining that he gets threatened. Rand Paul was knocked down. He was beaten up. His house was attacked. Because of what he believes in. And he was the first one to call you out. To have the guts to call you out. And now Robert Kennedy has proved it. He's proved it. He's got 500 footnotes, Fauci. Show him what a bum you are. I had you right at the beginning. When You, you know what I got you, Fauci? When you said, well, I can't believe the Chinese would do this and want to kill their own people. Uh, hey. PhD, MS, whatever the hell you are, asshole. uh uh-uh, jerk. Whatever the hell you are, you've got to be knowledgeable about the fact that the Chinese communist government has killed more of its own people than any country in the history of the world, just about. They make Hitler and everybody else pale in comparison. The, the, the most conservative number that the Chinese communist party, which by the way, in case you don't know it, is the party you were funding and working with. You know that laboratory you were giving money to? It's run by the Chinese communist military. Like everything else in Chinese communist country is run by the military. It wasn't being used for bioweapons. What the hell was the military doing there, jerk? I know you're officially not a traitor. But man, if I saw you, I'd take something to calm down. You are a disgrace. You're a disgrace to science. When you said, I'm science, I'm science. Who the hell are you, you little jerk? You're science. If this is science, then my God, we're back in the, in the dark ages. Wow. Rand Paul deserves every penny he gets and he should use it to get you thrown out and to get you the heck away from anybody whose life you can affect. Because you got people killed, Fauci. You got them killed. Hydroxychloroquine works. You knew it worked and you lied about it. And you said it's dangerous. We've been using it for 50 years. Where where are all the lupus people dead? How come I didn't die when I took it for malaria? Uh, Independent of the fact that there are I don't know how many studies Kennedy has in his book of how it works. And how about my 10 friends who were saved by it, including one two weeks ago? I did a podcast earlier – well, not earlier this year, last year about the Gabby Petito case called Anatomy of a Murder based on that great novel. I hope I don't get sued by them because – I actually, I would like that because then maybe I could – do a new anatomy of a murder and play the lawyer. I'd like to play the judge like Welsh did. But I was really upset that the Utah police didn't do the right thing by Gabby. Uh, I, you know, I love the police. And uh, it was very hard for me to be critical of what they did. But you've you got to be up for murder. I mean, you've got to be up for No matter where you are. Well, you bring people in who are. You admit you don't know what you're doing. Well, an independent review today reveals that the city police made un, unintended uh, mis, mistakes. I don't know if they could have saved her if they jumped on top of this thing early enough. I'm not going to say that. But I don't know when I saw that tape and that one hour of that girl on that tape. If you don't make that as a domestic violence situation, you shouldn't be a cop. My cops would have. I trained them in domestic violence. Someday I'll tell you the story about it. But, and I do, I do say, like I tell you all the time, the hardest crimes are the domestic violence crimes. Uh, if you can't deal with public crime and you can't get it down quick, you have no right being a mayor or a police commissioner. That, uh, public crime is easy. I, I, it's easy, I'm telling you. It just takes eyes, ears, and the right commitment and the right training, and then you sit there and you work out a strategy with them. You see, if I had a 72% increase in in, uh, in uh, carjackings right now, right, and I was the mayor for a week, Peter Powers and, and Bill Bratton and Jack Maple and um, – and Howard Wilson, who these are guys from my U.S. attorney's office, they'd all be sitting there and we wouldn't leave there uh, tonight until we had a new program. And then we'd start it. And if it didn't work in two days, we'd change it. And by five days, we'd have it down. Remember, I reduced car theft. You, you won't believe me. Go look. This is not Bloomberg. No, this is me. 88%. I ended it. And then I started going after the insurance companies to give you money back because what the heck were they getting the same insurance when you're 80, 88% lower on car theft? And they started screwing around with us because they like to cheat. Everybody likes to cheat in business. I don't know what it is except small businessmen. And that's who the Democrats want to kill, small businessmen. The parties have switched, you know. Parties have switched. Party, Democratic Party used to be the party of the poor. The Democratic Party now is the party that wants to keep you poor. So they own your vote and wants to get as much of the middle class into poverty as possible. And then they want to be then they want to be rich. How about we go to Brian all the way in Colorado? I always like to go across the country and see what they're thinking. Hey, Brian, what's going on, babes? Your honor,
1: it's a pleasure to talk to you and thank you for everything you've done for New York. Well, thank you. Hi. Uh, I know that uh, there was a lot of attention paid to uh, Dr. Fauci's uh, strong complaints about the threats to his life from uh, uh, Rand Paul, who he attributed those threats to. And I know that as an elected official locally in, in North Carolina, I had about 12 armed law enforcement officers come into my home on a Sunday night point AR-15s and shotguns at me and my dog, and I went to the FBI and DOJ. They have extensive evidence, polygraphs, recorded conversations at work, and they've done nothing, and I think that the environment that's been created has a lot to do with the fact that there are 700 agents who can uh, go after trespassers, but there aren't 10 agents in the Civil Rights Division or the other uh uh aspects of the FBI who can uh pursue and ensure the safety of our elected official and something really needs to be done about that. I don't know if it's uh
0: Yeah, yeah. Place, oh, wait, you know? then I I take it they were searching you over January sixth.
1: Uh no. Uh They uh, were running me out of town because I opposed corruption. Okay, all right.
0: I I don't want you to go into what. uh, The the point you're making is a very good one, though. We got 700, 800, 1,000 agents going after January 6th. January 6th is over. Nothing else ever happened after it. If they thought it was an insurrection, uh, they beat the insurrection in four hours. It was the only insurrection without them firing a shot or bringing a gun. Nobody's been charged with insurrection. I seriously doubt there's any continuing threat. Meanwhile, the country is going through one of the biggest crime waves it's ever had. Biden! Crooked AG! Wake up! Your citizens are being slaughtered! And you're chasing after January 6th! You got? I, don't you have enough people in jail right now? You're holding them like it's Nazi Germany without a trial for a year? And this is America? And you haven't charged anybody with a crime of violence yet? What the hell is wrong with you? Where did you grow up? In Berlin during the Nazi era? We don't keep people in jail for a year without trial. General, judge. And I'm suspended from the practice of law because I'm a danger? And you're not a danger? Give me a break. What am I a danger of? Another riot? that I had nothing to do with in the first place, you lying bums? The financial fallout from COVID-19 is about to hit home. To pay for mountains in federal aid, the government has printed massive amounts of money dramatically weakening the U.S. dollar. According to some of the brightest minds on Wall Street, your money is about to hit a wall. That means inflation, reduced purchasing power, and a shrinking portfolio. Mass money printing is a currency killer, And China could not be happier. Call now for a free copy of the dollar's last stand. Learn about debt cycles, hyperinflation, and the dollar's expiration date. Yes, an expiration date. Most importantly, see if you qualify to trade your dollars for gold with an instant $5,000 gold credit. Call 1-888-204-2141. The Chinese virus has crushed the American dollar. Please don't let it crush you. The world's largest hedge fund says diversify now. Call 1 204 2141 for a free copy of The Last, The Dollar's Last Stand and see if you qualify to trade your paper bucks for a solid gold with an instant $5,000 credit. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani, back with the mayor's final thoughts. But first, let me remind you that the Tunnels and Towers Foundation broke ground on Do Good Village in Land Lakes, Florida. Beautiful place, by the way. It's the first of its kind, a community of 110 homes for the foundation's program recipients. So together, these families can heal. A special place where families know that their neighbors understand and care. A community where the children of our nation's fallen or catastrophically injured heroes can grow and experience life together. The Foundation's Do Good Village is going to help these families beyond measure. And all thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land and your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T, dot org. Now, I told you you're going to find the final words, the mayor's final words, somewhat unusual. And I do this with great reluctance because there is no one in this city that appreciates the New York Post more than I do particularly because of what they did the brave brave courage they showed in printing the hard drive that now turns out to be accurate 100 percent now but they didn't know that at the time that they did it they deserve every they deserve every single publishing award that's honest that should be given and it should be taken away from the new york times and the Post and the the Washington Post and for lying about Russian spies and Russian, every single thing in that hard drive is true. It is Hunter Biden's laptop that he left in Delaware, just like he left one in Boston, just like he left one with with a Russian prostitute, because he is a extremely seriously addicted addict in no small measure due to the way he was handled and enabled by his father. Now, the New York Post printed an article today about Mayor Adams appointing his brother as the chief of his security. They left out of the article, however, uh, similar to what is done for Biden, that there's a reason his brother had to be put in that position, which would be a, a position really for a lieutenant, captain, maybe an inspector, maybe, maybe. Certainly not someone who was. Was he number two in the police department and going to be police commissioner? And then was he going to be deputy mayor to oversee the police commissioner? The reason is because he was involved in a scandal and thrown out of the police department. That's why. He was on tape. Court papers showed federal investigators obtained approval for a wiretap on Bank's cell phone the day before he resigned. And amid questions about 300,000 that wound up in bank accounts belonging to him and his wife. Uh, But Banks denied any wrongdoing but apologized. He said it was a mistake in interacting with two men who went to prison for their involvement in the bribery scheme. Uh, Banks uh, said he had invested his money with one of them, a fundraiser for former Mayor Bill de Blasio, because he had believed he was a legitimate businessman or maybe could have helped him become police commissioner. I'm just adding that, right? I never broke the law, nor did I ever betray the public trust. The central theme of the reports about my involvement in the corruption scheme was that I was party to it, that I traded favors as a senior NYPD official, some form of compensation. That's false. He also denied that he left the NYPD to avoid a department disciplinary trial. Oh, come on. Come on. The day before. I can believe some of this. I, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I say that the man is innocent until proven guilty. I think there has to be a further explanation of this, whether he's police commissioner whether he's the number two guy in between the police commissioner and the mayor or or he's just ahead head of the mayor's security. There's got to be an explanation of this. This guy can't. I mean, this, this guy, I, here, and here's what has me. I mean, I'm sorry. This guy was a Republican. You think he'd get away with this? You think he'd get away with that explanation? Oh, we just believe you. I've seen too much. I give him the benefit of the doubt. I am not accusing Bernard Adams of anything. I am saying there are significant unanswered questions about Bernard Adams, and I am shocked that the New York Post did not point that out as the reason why it got downgraded to his being head of security, and this is why he couldn't be police commissioner and why he couldn't be the deputy mayor in charge of the police commissioner, which is a bad idea anyway, by the way. Come on, New York Post. Come on, come on. I know you love Adams. Uh, Maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. Have a little objectivity, huh? There are a couple of signs here that aren't so good, letting, letting uh, uh, non-citizens vote, not being strong enough. You, you know he's not being strong enough on Bragg, and it's reverberating on the street. Had he been strong on Bragg, I don't know that you'd have these guys bopping around homeless people or bopping around innocent people or being as arrogant as they were under. They get the message th- – those guys get the message right away. Take it from the biggest expert you have on the, in this city on crime uh, based on the fact you find me someone in this city who's reduced crime more than me. And I'm only being arrogant uh, to try to get your attention because I love you at the New York Post. And I owe you for, for publishing it. And I will never take that away from you. And we all make mistakes, including me. But don't overdo it with Adams. Give him, give him the benefit of the doubt. Give him a honeymoon, which we Republicans never get. I never got a honeymoon. Even when I was mayor, I never got a honeymoon. Maybe from you, but nobody else. I didn't want a honeymoon. But I think right from the beginning, you didn't see this crap going on. You saw a lot of crime, and it took a while. But they know there's a new sheriff in town. They know it right away. And that ain't happening right now. And that's a mistake. How you start can affect the first year. Now, sometime I'll explain that to you. A very great, a very great political genius taught me that. It's the first three weeks sets the tone. Very hard to get, out, very hard to get out of it after that. People's attention span is less than it was when I was mayor, and it wasn't very much then. So, please, this is to, for your benefit and for Eric's. Maybe you take a shot at him and you wake him up. We want him to succeed. You get it, post everybody. We want him to succeed, but you're not going to succeed equivocating on Bragg. Believe me, crime's going to go up. You equivocate on this guy. And you can't let you can't let your police commissioner do your dirty work for her. She doesn't have the clout to deal with a, with a DA. He's separately elected. But you're the head of the party, really. So come on. Step up. God bless you. God bless America. God bless New York City, the greatest city in the world. And we're going to get it there one way or the other. With guys like John Castamartini often awards... Look at that. God bless you.